We're just talking. Alright, I'll do I'll do like a little uh, <laughs> So today we're brought to you by NYU LaGuardia Studios. We went from zero co-op. I'm not sure how good we sound right now. Uh, but I'm assuming it's a lot better than what we had last week. So what's going on guys? We're gonna turn a brand new episode of You Starter Kits today. We are here with two special guests. We have John Chow, one of the very first members of Ustart on the Alpha Project a while back. And we also have returning guest Minazor. You probably heard him on Kit 7 on the old uh, Overcaffeinated and Underdressed podcast. He's joining us here today again. And we're going to be discussing what's going on with Ustart, uh, the cool festival we were invited to, and all the good stuff going on to Ustart. But first, uh, guys, say hello. Hey, guys, this is John. And uh, Min. So uh, what you guys might not be able to see right now is they're both sharing a tiny wireless lapel mic. And it looks hilarious because from this angle, it looks like Min is holding a really, really tiny microphone. And these guys are just passing it back and forth. So it's hilarious. Totally doesn't look like a joint we're passing around. It does look like they're passing back and forth the joint. I will not stand for these working conditions anymore. Uh, so we're actually in a really, really nice room here at the LaGuardia Co-op. Um, John just broke his uh, chair. I think, yeah. you got, I think you got to do a 360 This on is that. why we don't have nice things. Oh my God. John, don't worry. It just goes like this. You fixed it? Okay, good. So we're, we're actually in the LaGuardia Co-op today where... Um, our buddy Gary works. He was nice enough to let us use this studio room to record it. There's actually a camera here, so maybe who knows? We could probably shout out to Gary for spying on us. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so John is actually one of the very first members of Ustart back when we we're doing the design project back on the Alpha project. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, so I just graduated last December. Um, and then Ryan gave me the opportunity to come back to Ustart after the summer, and gladly I took this opportunity just to, you know, learn more about Ustart, like how they do it now using Go instead of what we used before, like PHP, just regular HTML, and so far it's been like a great learning experience. So yeah, back when John was working with us was when we were on the PHP route, and John was killing it, doing all the PHP stuff. Real MVP John was uh, real, really clutch. Because you guys probably know our experience with doing the design project was very different from everyone else. Um, but John was a huge help. And bef the so after that, after we finished the design project, John took an internship somewhere. And then the semester after, he was busy with schoolwork. But then he expressed an interest in returning. And we said, yeah, definitely, for sure. John he was a member from the beginning. So he's always welcome back. So we're very excited to have John back. And he's working with Min and everyone else to learn, go, and keep going. Good guess to be back. Go, going.go. <laughs> so Min is also here. We, uh, Min is a fan favorite. Everyone loves Min. Hashtag Team Min. So Min, tell them a little about yourself in case they have, you haven't graced their ear yet with your voice. Well, um, Ryan paid me 20 bucks to do this. Yeah. And like, I <laughs> Jokes on you, $20. $20 I don't have. <laughs> I jumped at the opportunity. It's better than my job at Fiverr. Ouch. Ouch. What the hell was that? What? <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Oh, man. Did you have a job? No. There? no. Oh, okay. Derek, Derek, cut this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, don't cut shit. I want to use this against him in the court case. <laughs> no, I mean, 
Uh, it, it's been good, good working on, on you start even more. There's a lot of good things going on, a lot of good stuff. Uh, like Ryan mentioned, the festival coming up. Yeah, we're all super excited. Uh, we were invited to the NYU Entrepreneurial Festival. That's going on today and tomorrow. We're invited for tomorrow. We're going to have a booth. So in case any of you own a time machine, come back, go back in time to when you're listening to this podcast and come visit us at the festival. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems really exciting. It's a good opportunity for us to show off what we have. Can't let people more, more people know about our idea. Yeah, because we just had a meeting today with uh, the Dean of Undergraduates, uh, Professor Volts, and he really liked it. So we're hoping he's waiting for us to launch the beta, kind of like everyone else at this point. They're kind of just waiting for the beta to launch, see how the beta launch goes, and assist us with spreading it out afterwards. So essentially, the main point of contention we've gotten to now is people really like it and people really want to use it. It's just that the people that we need to kind of get the ball going kind of want to see it finished, which makes sense because most of the things at an idea phase, the idea phase of a startup getting quote-unquote funding and support and stuff like that has kind of died off because there's been so many ideas that we all know about that have just gotten money at the idea phase, crashed and burned, and then just wasted a ton of money. So I guess that's what a lot of people are kind of like worried about. They don't want to deal with that anymore and kind of want to avoid that scenario, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, I mean, it's easy to understand that with the success rate of startups, with how hard it can be to kind of... 99% success rate. 99% failure. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where are you getting your fake news from? Not the same place I am. I hate that word. Yeah, I love fake news. I love it so much, but I hate it so much at the same time. No, I hate when people overuse it. But you know that's going to be his legacy, right? Just that one word? No, no, there's more than one (laughs) thing that's going to define it. A lot of funny things, but... With fake news, it's like... <laughs> don't say it. I know you're thinking of Don't say it. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to grab on the opportunity. Um, the thing with fake news, though, right? With, uh, okay, I think, yes. I think it's just been abused. It's funny to think about, but anyone who uses it very seriously, it's kind of... I, I'm not into it. Yeah, people... It's become like this clutch word that everyone just uses on the... Fake news! It's so part of the lexicon now, but... Why can't you just stay a joke? It's a good word, though. No, it's very accurate. There's a lot of... There is a lot of fake news going on. All the stuff on Facebook. Oh, so much bullshit on Facebook. I don't know how people can buy it so easily, too. It's free, that's why. You know... No, but you know how often... I'm kidding, yeah. I get, like, family members asking me, Oh, is this real? Like, no. Well, they're related to you. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm and like sorry. I tried to read article, I tried to like look these headlines, and they're just too ridiculous, you know. I don't know, what, what, John. What do you feel about it? Don't believe what you guys see on the internet, boys. But I thought if it was on the internet, it was real, guys. But like, if it's this vast, well, this vast resource of knowledge and information, of why is it so polluted? Because there's no way to police it. There's way too much crap to deal with. But then the whole thing is to have more freedom, so do you really want that kind of policing? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's going to be a lot of bullshit in there. It's just no, up mean, to you to be able to no, be smart enough to filter it. That's the thing. I mean, I think people should be smarter when it comes to, like, believing. That's the one good thing that's kind of come out of this whole election thing was people realizing, oh, this all the crap that I'm reading is not real, probably. But why did it take that for them to realize it? Because people need so to be long. told shit to understand it. People aren't willing to accept Like, I can tell you the sky is blue, but until you go out and I, you know, I show you the sky is blue, you're not going to believe me that the sky is blue. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I've seen, like, videos and read stuff about how, how easy it is for people to spread it, too. Yeah. 
Especially if like if it's something you agree with and you want to. Believe. Yeah, because it's it's that validation thing. Um, yeah. Remember in um, what was this class? James, not James. What was the guy's class we took last semester? Yeah, when I dropped. Jim, Jim. Jim Lewis. Yeah. People look for opinions to validate their own opinions. They look for things to so they they just keep spreading that wildfire. Yeah, but like if people think that video games cause mass shootings, they're gonna find every single article to back them up and they're gonna they're gonna ignore all the articles that are against it so people just look for a way to back up their ideology but you would think that by now we'd become self-aware enough to at least realize what's going on right yeah so you were saying what was that sorry the computer cut off the fake news thing oh yeah we we left oh yeah you, you know the whole thing about us being self-aware enough to kind of realize hey maybe i'm just believing this because it aligns with my beliefs. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do, man. That's what they do. It's just they, it's kind of like the whole thing with um, the, what is that model? The star, the business model canvas thing? What do they call that? The lean startup model? Yeah. Because like here at NYU Maine, everyone loves the lean startup model. Whereas at, at with, with the desi business design canvas, Whereas at Tandon, a lot of professors like the design canvas model, which is a little bit different. It relies more on planning before you jump into it. Where uh, and it, it prefers the idea and the custom less customer, more idea and the core. Kind of like what Strauss was telling us today, Professor Strauss, mm -hmm. how a lot of companies focus a lot on the customers versus focusing on the actual product that's coming out. You mean the corporate the corporate yes, needs? the corporate goal versus the 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 the, the consumer. Yeah. The <laughs> what was that stutter? That was bad. But yeah, so let's get let's talk a little bit about um, the where you start is now. You want to fill them in on how everything's going? You and Johnny. Okay. So the cool um, yeah. So the, let me just fill them in. Yeah. So the cool thing is John came in at a time where all the other VIP students came in. So if you guys don't know, we're running a VIP course here at NYU. We have twenty four registered students, um, bumping our team <coughs> up to thirty people. Um, some of the main U-Star people are also taking the course, because why not? And they're all learning Golang. John is actually one of those people that is actually learning Golang with us. He's not registered for the course, but he's, he's along with us for the ride, as mentioned before. So John, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience about learning Go? How do you feel about Go versus uh, PHP versus C++ and other languages that you've done in the past? Okay, so like with previous things, like there were like databases where we use like SQL queries and all that stuff. And like now this is like completely different. So like you just have to take a few steps back and then start over from scratch pretty much if you want to learn this Golang feature that we have. So like with Golang, right? Um, a lot of people are like, especially at the VIP, everyone wanted to learn it. It is a little bit hyped right now. How, do you feel the hype is justified? Do you think it's worth the headache of learning Golang? Or is it just just way too hyped up? I guess, I mean, don't get me wrong, it benchmarks 200% faster than PHP, it's a lot more secure, stuff like that. But do you think it's worth the hype of learning it? I believe so, like, because, you know, everyone knows that it's from Google, and Google's like, you know, the, one of the biggest companies out there. So when they have like a new product, like everyone's gonna be itching to try it. Like Google knows what's best. <laughs> They yeah, know. yeah, they're exactly. they're brilliant. They're brilliant. So, John, can you can you talk to the person that's listening right now? There are people listening out there who want to pick up GoLang eventually, right? They're thinking of, hey, I want to learn a new coding language. Everyone really jumps to JavaScript or C Would you recommend them to just jump into the deep end and learn GoLang? And like, what has your experience learning it been like? Is it very difficult? Is it um, is it enjoyable in the long run? Could you talk on that a little bit? It's like it's a little different from what I'm really used to. Mm -hmm. 
But like, you know, they still have like the four, the core, you know, functionalities that programming languages give. I definitely think it's worth picking up because, you know, why not just learn another language just to have like in your arsenal of languages. Agreed, agreed. It's definitely worth learning in my opinion. As someone who's coded with PHP before, um, and now that you, for web dev specifically, uh, how do you, do you, um, do you see the merits of Go versus PHP? PHP, I feel like it's like, it's just really old. Yeah. And outdated. And like, and here we have this new, this new colonial language that Google came out with. And like, it just, it's supposed to make everything faster. So definitely worth taking a look at. For sure, for sure. So Min is on the opposite end of the spectrum where he's um, he's been using Go for a couple months now. So Min, can you talk a little bit about Go and your experience with Go when you start? Oh yeah, well, using Go at first, it was, after me, it was kind of confusing because it was, it, it was like familiar in terms of like its syntax and stuff. The structure, you mean? Right? Yeah, yeah, the structure, you know, how you were to do things, all that's familiar in terms of, uh, I guess, uh, using it with our Elasticsearch. Mm -hmm. That took a little bit of time, but then in time, uh, Steve and I were able to learn. Uh, Neil was able to learn. I think I think if you spend enough time with it, you're going to be able to get it. I think John can easily get it. Yeah, anyway, I, I full yeah, confidence. Yeah. It's just a matter of putting in some time and, and being able to have and the time to be able to learn it. And no, I like doing it because like, John came in when we had like a lot of stuff already done. Yeah, so I think it's a lot more difficult at that point. Too. Yeah, it is because. Yeah. But the cool thing is he's 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 got his own pace to run with it and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think he's John's brilliant, and I think he's more than capable of learning it. Yeah, definitely. The same thing we said for like most students. I think I think it's like it's not too hard to pick up. Like as long as you just practice, like just doing like like random questions, like hacker rank questions or something, you can just. Yeah, those are fun. Um, if you just you know spend spend a little time just working on it and just spending some more time, you can definitely pick it up and it'll be no problem. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, it goes for all for everything, right? You just got to put some time and effort into it, and you can pick it up. <coughs> so let's talk a little bit about um, where we are with you start right now. We just finally finished widgets. K two is putting the final finishing touches on the JavaScript checks. So widgets are almost complete, so that's that's very exciting because, uh, believe it or not, widgets was one of the most um, intimidating aspects of the website. Um, Derek, bleep this shit out. <laughs> we probably should. Well, they don't know what widgets are specifically. Should we bleep it out? Should we talk about it? Uh, let's not go into detail about what it is, but we can just I mean, say the word widgets. Basically, our entire user profile, that process, it. It, it's been taking a while to like really, to really get it fully complete, but uh, uh, but at the same time we've been able to make a lot of substantial substan yeah, substantial changes to it, and it's been substance abuse. <laughs> it's been like it, it's been worthwhile because I feel like the I feel like the team is like so so good at it, and that. Uh, what we design is gonna blow everyone else out the water. Oh, like no doubt time. about it. Big time. Like I, I have full confidence in this, uh, as far as our different features. Um, there, there are certain ones that take longer than others, but we're getting the hang of it now. And I think this feature is gonna dominate. Oh yeah, we're really gonna. This is gonna dominate, and you're gonna see launch. other websites trying to copy this feature. And considering that we have our feet in the water as the first person, first real website doing this to this extent, to where it's gonna really revolutionize the way social media and self, self, 
how can I say self We're going to revolutionize the self. The self. We're going to yeah. revo- literally we're going to revolutionize the way Humanity. You, you present yourself. And it's it's crazy. Everyone we've showed it to has loved it. It's become one of the biggest selling points of the website because it's it's going to give people a reason to come back to the website and we find that everyone who has had a chance to play with it finds it really exciting. So like John, you were one of the people that came in after we kind of uh, came up with this feature. What was your initial thoughts on this uh, code name widgets feature? So when I first saw widgets, I thought it was like actually really, really cool. Are we supposed to talk about it? Don't say exactly what it is, but just say how you <coughs> felt about it, like tiptoe. Derek, every time you hear the word widgets, run a bleep sound, please. That's fine, leave this in. Every time you hear the word beep, uh, bleep it out, okay buddy? Thank you, Derek. So John, go ahead. Yeah, so I thought there was like re- it was a really cool feature. Like you get to, sh- like I don't know how much I should say. Like, you're keep going if you're, if, if, if you're, you're under NDA, man. Keep you're under NDA. Please don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> so so one thing hilarious now that he mentioned NDA is we realized, and I, I've never seen or no- recognized this part, that if someone is under NDA with us and we choose to sue them, they pay for our legal fees. <laughs> We were looking at the NDA last week. I remember reading about it a while back, but like I didn't, I didn't understand the gravity of it. Because for us, it's been like a year and a half. Yeah, it's like when you start, it's like okay, you know, nothing's gonna be that bad. And then now, when it, it it like snowballs into something bigger, you start to see like you slip up. You get Real good. you got your homie Ryan Ryan suing you. You have to pay homie for his Ryan lawyer too. Sue you, <laughs> my lo- our like, you start lawyers are gonna sue you. Like damn. You have to pay for your own lawyer and the you start lawyers. It's like the whole thing before is like, oh, you know. We I mean, we are a 100% bootstrapped company, so we, we, we don't pay for anything ourselves. We get other people to pay for us. So that, that falls in line with what we are beyond bootstrapped. We're beyond bootstrapped. <laughs> Dude, you guys, like, I'm going to Bro, be we, we play with, like, the rubber insole on boots. Yeah, literally, like, a lot of people don't realize. Let's talk about this a little bit before. What do we at? We are at the... 18 minutes. Oh, we got a lot of time. One thing people don't realize is with a lot of these startups that they want to build is that they need so much freaking money to start it. Like they, they think like need millions of dollars to go out there and hire people. But like, which comes back to the core idea of what you start was is you're in a university, you have all the resources you need and all the people you need to make this happen. Just go out there and get them. Just go out there and get them. And that's what I think is so powerful about this. And what excites me about this is that it you have all these moving gears and then it can fall into place. What do you guys think? Yeah, I feel like at universities you have like so many more resources that are available to you. And like especially for like technologies online, like university has like licenses for them where you can like get them at a discount or maybe even for free. Yeah. And those like you should definitely take advantage of because like not everyone has access to them. And they can definitely save you like in the long run, especially when you're just trying to like trying out a new project or products. Oh, John, we completely cut him off when we said, uh, "Tell us about what you thought about the code, the, the the secret word." What did you What did you feel when you first saw it? Like, did it excite you? Did you feel like this was a good idea to have? I think it's a very good idea because like you can showcase like all the different aspects of like your own personal life, and that'll definitely like help you out in terms of, like what. Uh, what people are looking for, like they get to see like a different side of you pretty much. Exactly, exactly. And the only thing we're gonna say to tease it, just one word, super resume. Super. Super resume. That's not one word. It's gonna be one word in our dictionary. Super dot resume. Alt seven. If anyone was wondering how we do the dot, it's alt seven. 
I don't think anyone was wondering, but okay. All seven of our listeners are wondering. If you're wondering this, go ahead and comment with the dot. Unless you're a Mac user, sorry. You guys can't do that. Stop looking at me like that. Okay. What were we, what were we talking about? Oh, about uh, bootstrapping your startup yourself. You don't need yes. Money. Oh, yeah, especially at a uh, school like NYU where they're championing all these all these projects and successes. I think, I believe we went to a workshop. Quote, unquote, successes. We went to a workshop for startups, which is honestly a very helpful. You can get a lot of good advice from the people here. That's one thing I'm not going to deny. But uh, we saw a bunch of the things they were they were claiming, I guess, uh, responsibility for yeah. indirect responsibility somehow. We saw we saw MTV on the list, and you know I'm not sure about the history of MTV's development, but, but I'm pretty. I, I feel like you're yeah. reaching you're reaching really you're reaching the bottom of the well for that. Etsy is a big one. Etsy, but yeah, Etsy was legitimately here, but but I'm yeah. thinking they love to take credit for like if. One like Jack from Twitter went here. It's like, oh, it, Twitter was an NYU thing. When no, it wasn't, guys. But there's no doubting that NYU has resources, the capabilities, and the they people have for this. Literally billions of dollars of resources that people it's just have no idea how to acquire. It's not even just the money; it's the talent here too. It's so much talent that so goes much wasted. Talent. So much talent that goes wasted. They champion all these all these companies, but we want we want to be one of them. We want to be a legitimate thing that they can champion. A legitimate success story legitimate startup you know we want to we want to be that for them we want to do something that helps them it helps everyone you know that's the thing a lot of the and i'm i don't have anything against the the nyu thing and i i love what they've been able to do and help with us is but it's it's not nyu nyu so i can't say NYU. but what i've noticed with the elab is especially there's a lot of brilliant people there that have lost sight of what entrepreneurship is they have become business people. Elaborate, please. So they're looking for these companies to make a lot of money fast, short term, and then they all hit the wall. So it's like, if, I, if this company can generate $500,000 for me today, I'll take the ride with this car, even though I know the car is gonna crash, versus a project that's gonna make me $10 million in five years, and the car might not crash. They're willing to crash the car so they can get the money right now. So it's kind of like loan sharking. I feel like business in general is conducted like that nowadays think of i know this is a different field but think of tv shows right right imagine you have these i can't think of an example off the top of my head right now but imagine you have these great shows that don't get breaking bad seinfeld all these other good ones no but they they had time to develop their story think of things that get canceled really quickly okay um, because they're not pulling constantine viewers. like constantine right it, i'm assuming it got canceled because viewership right yes well, wasn't I mean, clearing enough views on CBS. Yeah, but maybe it needed more time to gain the traction. It did, yeah. They yeah. stopped it after eight episodes, which is not nowhere near enough. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, very ridiculous. And that's that's all about the instant gratification. You want to see, the, you want to see the success right away, but you need to let it develop. Like Supergirl, for example. Supergirl was this massively successful show on CBS. It wasn't initially successful with season one. It didn't get all the views it needed. It got canceled. Um, CW picked it up and it's huge now they're on like season 3 or 4 so some stuff takes time it's kind of like the analogy we made a couple episodes back is like these startups are like a child being formed and if you don't give the child enough time to be formed it might not survive mm-hmm. so you gotta just get it ready and get it there the one thing that bothers me the most is that they promise you all these resources and they only give them to you if they want you as part of their part of their ship and sure there's a lot of crappy companies as we, as we saw last week 
There's a couple of really, really bad companies that really love to go for those hit hot words, those buzzwords, just to attract attention. Some of them pass through the radar, whereas most of them get bounced right off. But it's just, it's just mind boggling. And I get it, I get it. We might, to 99% of you, we might like not make sense or not understand what we are because we haven't told you the whole story. But to the people that we've told the whole story, like today, like with Professor Volz, like how did you feel he reacted? I, I actually, I thought, his re I thought that whole meeting went very well. I appreciate it. Um, I think that he really was paying attention to us. Yeah. More so than I can say for a few other people we've met with. I, I think yeah. that he was seriously considering our ideas. He was thinking of how it would benefit the university, how... And it, the students, specifically. Yeah, the students, because yeah. a lot of these people want to benefit the university itself. But mm -hmm. the difference between that and what the meeting we had with Professor Volz, which I loved a lot and I really respected for him, was he was looking to see how it would benefit his students because he cares for the students. And he's not just looking for, for how to make NYU mm -hmm. money. I, I mean, for him specifically, he said he's not a social media guy. Yeah. So, you know, right off the bat, that's kind of like a turnoff for him. Right. But at the same time, it didn't like shut him. It didn't like make him just, you know, ignore the idea completely. Yeah. He sees the validity in it. Agreed. But and when we, showed time, him, yeah. when we showed him the super resume, he was hyped. Yeah, he, he was. He really liked it. Yeah. But we, we can expect him to be like immediately you're on board with it, especially since we had to, we had to like show him like the, the, res the resume parts, right? Yeah. Profile and all that. That's what won him over, but... You know, what he really yeah. liked was the other feature, the future feature we talked about. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he really enjoyed he that. He really yeah. loved that. He really loved the fact that they can have uh, professors on this mentoring projects. He really loved that. There was a lot of other stuff that we told him that yeah. we didn't want to do that he was he was really on board for because at the end of the day, all those features, is, like Super Resume is really for the user, but what, he, what I think he saw the merit in was that we weren't really just trying to figure out a way to make a billion bucks and walk away. We were just we were trying to find a way to help students do what they really want to do. Yeah, we're we're really like thinking of how we can do this. We're focusing on the how part. Mm -hmm. um, I think what really what really excited him, like you said, was that mentorship thing because yeah. it's something he could really get in on. Because if we just pitch it as something he could build his resume on, I don't think at this point in his career he really cares about that anymore. No. But he, but like being able to like add to his own accolades, being able to be part of other projects, mentor people. That's something I think that really matters to him. I agree, 100%. And that's the thing about this whole project is that there's something in it for everyone who wants to be involved in making something. Yeah, the, whole, the yeah. whole mantra is create together. Yeah, and it, it's not even create anything specific, it's anything you want, you have desire to. Yeah. Create podcasts, create videos, create music, create movies, do whatever you want. Like, like right now, right? We had no idea this booth was available to us for the past seven episodes. Um, we didn't have any idea what LaGuardia Co-op was until a couple weeks back, but now we do. See, these resources aren't known sometimes, which is, which is, you can't blame anyone for that, right? If you want to find something, you have to go out there and get it yourself. But sometimes it's just that the, you have the resources that are available, like the eLab, like we, we don't really, I don't know how much access we have to the eLab and being able to have access to it. Because like every time we wanted to go there and even follow up with people, it's yeah. been like, yeah, email my email my whatever and whatever and whatever, and then they never get back to you. Yeah, we, 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 uh, the thing I've been noticing is that we get the we get the runaround a lot. Yeah, it's like we get redirected so often. It's not it's not even like their fault. I think it's it's just, just they're just so busy with so yeah. much volume of stuff coming in, which mm -hmm. makes sense. The good thing is <coughs> Professor Strauss has been getting us into a lot of doors though. Oh yeah, 
yeah it really helps to have it really helps to have him uh, on our side like he um i think just from today everything he said they can be done it, it made me feel a lot it excites us. Yeah, yeah it's very exciting and that this is this is just an exciting time for us very exciting yeah after like for like the past year it's kind of been like we're we've been kind of in a rut we've been like pushing pushing on with well, the development not, not, yeah, no, no, not dev- dev- developmentally we, we weren't in a rut you mean from like the business side of things from the business yes yeah. it felt like we we're in a rut because we've been trying to get out there trying to get yeah. things and it hasn't really been happening but within the past month or two it's like it, things have been really coming together the train's been going like way way more than before and I don't know, just it's good to see it you know I'm really excited for what's yeah. going to come down the just for the hype alone I think the work's been worth it I agree. Regardless of what comes out from, comes out of it, just this hype, this morale boost, the possibilities, the potential we have right now, it's endless. It's, yeah, it's r- like a lot of people say it's endless, but it's really endless. I, I think we just we have to make sure we we capitalize on everything. And I think the main reason we've been able to last as a project and a startup and this long bootstrapping it ourselves is. And I want to talk about in another episode we'll do, we'll go into more detail on this, but it's that if you want to do something like this, you need to find one node core idea and build on it like a forest. Yes. Because like remember in the beginning we had a thousand different ideas we wanted to build on and we were crashing because it felt like we, were, we weren't getting anywhere, but then we, we rerouted it to one simple idea and now we're just building around that pie. I think, I think that anyone who starts a business or, or is part of a startup can tell you that it's the worst thing you can do is try to do too much at once because the biggest okay the biggest thing i've seen business wise for the especially in regards to development is that you need to make sure that everything you're doing is right so you have to always be getting feedback from somewhere and it's not always going to be right either way you're 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 going to make some mistakes but you got to make sure to minimize those mistakes as much as possible the best thing you can do actually is to actually find out how wrong you are about something so that you can kind of react to it, so you know exact exactly what to look for. Bingo. I yeah. agree one hundred percent. Yeah, right, guys, I think we did this. It's been thirty minutes now. Let me check the time marker. Uh, my wire just got stuck. Um, yeah, it's about thirty minutes. So let's let's wrap this one up, and we can um, we can. I don't think I think this place is closing very soon, so we might just have this episode. Then next week we'll record another episode. Have you guys back for some more cool stuff, so you guys. John Min, thank you for coming on the pod. Really appreciate you being here. John, is there anyone anywhere you want them to find you? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace? Instagram, no, not really. Actually. Okay, perfect. Don't find him. Do not go looking for John. Don't Min, find what about me, you? Yeah, I'll be hiding under your bed when you get back home. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, you should really see the shirt he's wearing. I'm going to make him take a picture and post it on Instagram, and then I'll share the picture too so you guys can all see it. So, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Um, If you haven't by now, please go ahead and subscribe. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. I don't know if we're on Spotify yet. Quick question. What is Stitcher? I have no idea. I think it's just on the podcast network. (laughs) We got on for free. I got got nothing to say. Okay, check check out our Stitcher people. We won't, but hopefully you will. You will, and tell us what it is. Guys, if you are subscribing on iTunes, go ahead and please leave a five-star rating review, even if you don't like this podcast, out of spite. You can write whatever you want. Like, be like, this is the worst podcast ever. Just give it five stars. Help us boost it up in the post. I'm going to get the VIP kids to go ahead and do that, too. Yeah. It helps us, helps the pod show up for more people to get more views. And if you're listening to this and you liked 
if you like something about it, go ahead and let us know what you liked. And if you hated what you were listening to, in the description, we always got the email there. You start at you start today at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us an email about how you, you think what we're saying is completely stupid. So again, thank you so much. I'm Ryan Rasbiani. You can find me at Ryan Rasbiani on everywhere. Go ahead and follow Ustart everywhere. We are Ustart today except Instagram because that guy took it. So we are Ustart.today on Instagram. And as always, thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Derek, have fun editing this shit. <laughs> Good luck, man. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs>